Hello everyone, this is Roger T. Pipe from RogerViews.com. Welcome to episode 7 of our 2021 Avian Awards podcast series. This is the last multi-category episode we're going to do. There will be two more after this one. Uh, one for Female Performer of the Year and then one covering the Hall of Fame. We may do one also with uh, combined feedback if there's enough of that and uh, a, sort of a reaction once we get past the award show. If you've missed the first uh, six episodes, please go back and listen to those. I kind of get caught up. If you're following along, we are on avian.com forward slash awards, and we are down near the bottom of the uh, video section, starting with virtual reality scene, best virtual reality scene. Uh, Cabin in the Woods from VR Bangers, uh, Filling Time, Fuck Me Little Caprice, Half-Life, Alley Triple X Parody, I'm Just Here to Grab My Stuff, Lion's Den, Longest Ride with Adriana Chechik, Laya Silver Fucks the Photographer, Wedding Night Cuckold, and Wet Sluts. Now, obviously, VR porn is its POV with the special VR goggles. Uh, when it's good, it's really good. Uh, it's still a little disorienting for me. It, it's, it feels weird, uh, but it's really interesting. Uh, because it is POV, obviously, liking the performer matters a lot, but also the fantasy overall, the the quality of it, that's what I'm looking for. The originality. I really like the Cabin in the Woods scene with Adra Fox. I thought that was really fun. Uh, Little Caprice, I've mentioned several times in the the series. She's beautiful. I always like watching her. Uh, if you like the cuckold angle, uh, Charlotte Stokely and Shyla Jennings do a little uh, girl-girl cuckolding there. Uh, Alex Cole shows up in Wet Sluts. Alex has been in a lot of scenes uh, that were nominated. She's had a really good year as well. So if anybody's really into VR porn, that might be a good feedback. And again, I didn't mention at the beginning, feedback, Roger T. Pipe on Twitter, roger, rogerviews.com. Questions, comments, critiques, you're talking too fast. I'm talking too fast right now. I can feel it. But uh, trying to get through a lot of these in a short time. Clever title of the year. This is one of my favorite categories traditionally. Uh, it's just kind of fun to see how much creativity we can get. Uh, All I Want for Christmas is Anal from Kink. Uh, Cuck My Life, Cuck My Wife. That was kind of funny. Diagnosis is Squirter, which I think is very funny from Girls Way. Gaping and Vaping, Lethal Hardcore. I Rimmed My Neighbor from Hustler. It's Not Cheating If She's My Sister from Blazed. Juman Jizz from VR, VR Bangers. Romeo and Juliet and Anal from Perf City. Shh, it's Just a Hand Job from Blaze Studios. And Tranimals from Trans Nasty. Um... If any of those made you laugh, that should be the favorite one, right? Uh, I, I think uh, It's Not Cheating If She's My Sister is just the world's worst t-shirt, but maybe the uh, cleverest title of the year. All of for Christmas is Anal is kind of fun. I, I like the play on words. I like Diagnosis Squirter, and I like Jumanji's. That's also kind of cool. So those are there. Uh, Director of the Year. Uh, James Avalon, Kay Brandt, Axel Braun, Manuel Ferrara, Ricky Greenwood, Jules Jordan, Caden Cross, Mason, Pat Mine, Eddie Powell, Mike Quasar, Jackie St. James, Chris Streams, Paul Woodcrest, and Misa X. Now, individual projects, they had uh, Best Directing, and they broke them down. This is for Body of Work. And again, this is where I think 2020 comes into play. There are fewer opportunities for directors who maybe used to release eight movies, had to cut it down to two or three. A lot of the a lot of names that we recognize here, uh, for good reason. These are, are men and women who've been making great movies for a long time. That said, it's it's largely the same names on here. I don't see Johnny Darko, which disappoints me. I think Darko continues to be one of the best directors. He's the one person that I think 
is not on here that really deserved it this year. Um, Caden Cross is going to be tough to beat. The stuff she's doing right now, Muse, I think it, Muse is going to win a lot of awards. Caden's going to have to be a favorite. Jules Jordan is always going to be at the top of my list. He consistently makes great movies in any genre he makes. They look great. The action is hot. The talent is fantastic. I really like what Pat Mine did this year. I think Pat's really underrated. Mike Quasar is one of the best shooters in the history of this business. Not everything is great. He's super funny on social media. He recognizes what he does. Uh, and when I say not everything is great, that's not an insult at all. He's He shoots so much stuff, and it's always good. And even if it's not supposed to be top-notch, there's always something to watch about it because he's so talented and gets good performances out of his talent. And I really like that Wicked's given him a chance to direct some really good features, and I think it's impressive. I think he's definitely worthy of consideration to be near the top. I just don't think anybody's going to beat Caden this year, to be perfectly honest. I think uh, tough to beat. Female Foreign Performer of the Year. Little Caprice, Alexis Crystal, Anna DeVille, Cassie Del Isla, Clea Gaultier, Angelica Grays, Jasmine Jay, Anissa Kate, Tina Kay, Nellie Kent, Cherry Kiss, Gia Lisa, Leah Silver, Sybil, and Tiffany Tatum. You guys have heard me several times say how much I really like Little Caprice. She's really, really cute. Is she the best performer on the list? She's one of them. Uh, I really like Clea a lot. Every time I see her, she's just beautiful. Anissa Kate is truly fantastic as a performer, maybe one of the best on this list. Jasmine Jay also gets a lot of points. She had a star showcase this year, which certainly goes a long way. Those would be my picks at the top. There's a lot of other really, really beautiful women, but Little Caprice might sneak in there and pull it off. Now, if you're following along, we are going to skip over Female Performer of the Year and get to that one later. Mainstream Venture of the Year, 90 Days and Paid, Amberly Rothfield, Anarchist Soap Company, Cam Girlfriend Series, Demons, Album from Small Hands, g Easy and Vixen Music Video Collaboration. Uh, that had a bunch of people, Ivy Wolf, Mia Malkova, Amia Miley, Avery Christie, Cecilia Lyon, Skin Diamond, Vicky Chase. That was a really cool video. Um, heterotic, heterotic, her, her, herotic, herotic, hello. Herotic Fashion Week runway show, Asa Akira. Read My Lips, Billboards, Riley Reed. Rendezvous, music single from Gina Valentina. Sleazy Does It, stand-up special by Jamie Foster. And Stormy Daniels, Space Force uh, comic series. Obviously, Stormy's got the name recognition right now. The timing is right for her to cash in one more time on this. I really think the music video stuff was, was really impressive. And we've seen porn stars, obviously, in music videos for years. But the g Easy and Vixen music video was really, really good. Uh, the fact that Small Hands recorded an entire album is super impressive. Uh, Lily LeBeau's Cam Girlfriend web series is great. Uh, Karma with her own soap company. All these are great. I'm not a huge fan of this category just because I almost feel in some ways like we're pointing out the wrong stuff and that this this is special when maybe it should just be commonplace that porn stars have success in the mainstream. But I also recognize that that isn't the case. There are you know, stories all the time about people whose past in porn has limited their careers even in just normal jobs. And so 
I'm trying to embrace this category, and what I like is the evolution of it. It's not just an appearance on somebody else's show. Now these are these are projects. These are not just participating in somebody else's art. These are people who are creating their own businesses and doing their own things, and I think that's impressive. So congratulations to all of them, and I hope that we continue to see more crossover and normalization. I think it only helps the industry. Male form, male foreign performer of the year, Mike Angelo, Alberto Blanco, Marcelo Bravo, Christoph Kale, Christian Clay, Danny D, Charles Dean, Dorian Del Isla, Eric Everhard, Angelo Godshack, Freddie Gong, Vince Carter, Joss Lecassef, Les Caf, Rocco Sofredi, and Jay Snakes. Um, Rocco, obviously, returning to the performing world, makes this almost his award to lose. It'd be tough to vote against him. Eric Everhard, same thing. I think he's a top 10 performer all time. I believe that Everhard is one of the top 10 performers ever. Uh, Danny D had a great year um, performing and acting. Christian Clay was also very good. Freddie Gong was good. I think, again, I think name recognition helps. Uh, everybody knows Everhard. Everybody knows Rocco. They're fantastic. I think you're looking at one of the two of them winning. Male Performer of the Year, Mick Blues, Ander Corvus, Charles Dara, Damon Dice, Marcus Dupree, Manuel Ferrara, Seth Gamble, Small Hands, Ricky Johnson, Kieran Lee, Isaiah Maxwell, Ramon Nomar, Tommy Pistol, Jack Slayer, and Prince Yashua. Um... Again, this is the, the entire body of work stuff is really tough because we saw less of these men than we normally do. Xander had a really good year. His acting is getting, getting really good. His performing is always good. Mick, I could vote for Mick any time. I really could. Same thing with Manuel. They're just really good. Manuel's working a little less. Uh, Ramon is very steady. Kieran Lee is always a good performer, and he acts when he's given the opportunity and is, is fun. Uh, Prince, Jax... Tommy's, as I mentioned in other episodes, I still think the best actor right now in the business and also a solid performer. I've always tended to give these more to performers than actors. So someone like Seth or even Tommy might take a back seat on my ballot. Um, I think Mix just continues to do some of the best work in the business. So for me, Mick and Isaiah... Those are probably my top two guys this year. I'm not sure how you guys feel, but there you go. Uh, MILF Performer of the Year. This is a great, great list. If you want to see just great performances, check this list out. Brittany Amber, Bridget B., Siren Demur, Cherie DeVille, Alexis Fox, Reagan Fox, Ryan Keeley, Mackenzie Lee, Brandy Love, Lexi Luna, Chrissy Lynn, Texas Patty, London River, Sarah Vandela, and Dee Williams. Bridget B. is fantastic. Um... Brandy Love is one of the top top performers in the business. Sarah Vandela, you guys should know by now how much I think she's fantastic. Such a long career. She's in incredible shape. Still probably the best deep throat artist in the business and always fun. And she act when she acts, she's good. She's particularly good in comedy. So I, I really am impressed by Sarah. Chrissy Lynn just continues to be a great performer. Uh, Cherie DeVille also... I honestly think this year Bridget B probably probably wins. Um, but my top three would probably be Bridget, Brandy, and Sarah. With Brittany, Cherie, Ryan Keeley, Chrissy. Lots of people right in behind. It's a good category. I think 
we're, we're starting to see these women give great performances and people noticing. Great list. Most outrageous sex scene of the year. Exactly what you think goes on at AEE from Filthy Femdom. Uh, the Girl with the Pussy Tattoo from Alterotica. Move Over Linda Blair, Evil Angel. Uh, paid for by Pro Circumcision League of America, Perf City. A Real Picasso, Perverse Family. Sex in the Age of COVID from Deeper. Uh, she's Gone from Suck to Blow from Trans Nasty. Sounding, sounding That Shofar from Severe Sex. Suspended an Animation from Deeper. Uh, that was from Muse. That was a really interesting combination of bondage and hardcore sex. And wrapped up in this together. This is one of the categories that I'm always interested in. And maybe we'll get uh, to have some other voters on. Is it the scene that's the most outrageous? Or is it the best scene from this list? Because the the scene from Deeper with Adriana and and Seth is really good. Outrageous? It has some bondage in it. It doesn't compare to some of these other ones, which are kind of nuts, <laughs> some of these. Um, I usually vote for the one that's the most outrageous, the one that made me go, holy crap, that's something. So that's, that's how I do it. But again, for people who maybe aren't into some, and, and I'm not necessarily into some of the stuff that's in here. Um, you know, the uh, paid for by the Pro Circumcision League, a.k.a. Puke Snorting Sluts. Yeah, not my thing at all but it made me recoil in horror and isn't that the point of something that's outrageous so let me know what you guys think there uh, niche performer of the year alexis allure eliza allure dante collie lance hart wolf hudson carlo carrera sebastian keys carla lane helena Locke, leah lovely marcello draven navarro sophia rose julie simone and christian x it's really nice to see all of these names on the list and different niche performers bbw's um, pegging bottoms by performers, um, all kinds of different performers on this list. The problem, or at least the issue, again, is personal taste. Um, I really love BBW performers, so they tend to be at the top of my list on this because that's who I like to watch, and therefore that's who I end up voting for. Some of the, the other performers perform really important roles within their genres, and I think if the tendency for voters might be to overlook them a little bit, and I don't know how we get around that, uh, because so much of porn is personal anyway. It, it's what turns you on that, that makes it good, right? And and again, I, I, I take the wording this seriously. It doesn't say best niche performer. It says niche performer of the year. Not best, not favorite, but the, the one that really is out there performing at the highest level. And so there, I, I think you have to look at some of the others. And I, I, I'm not saying we bring back BBW and then we put a BDSM performer and then we put a, a pegging bottom performer. It becomes really hard to, to sort of pigeonhole performers. But I, I do like the recognition here. I just think that maybe some of them don't stand as much of a chance because a lot of us like BBWs. And you get, I mean, Carla Lane's super cute and a great performer. How do you how do you beat her, you know? Uh, transgender performer of the year: Sh uh, Shiri Elwood, Aspen Brooks, Kaylee Cox, Cora Del Rio, Natasha Dreams, Foxy with two X's, Jenna Gargles, Ella Hollywood, Aubrey Kate, Chloe K, Casey Kisses, Natalie Mars, Ryder Monroe, Lena Moon, and Daisy Taylor. Obviously, Aubrey Kate 
Chloe Kay, Natalie Mars, really, really well-known performers, highly respected. I believe they've all had their own star showcases. Chloe had one, I think, this year. Aubrey had one last year. Daisy Taylor also has one this year. So any of those names are likely to win. Again, I think, like with other trans categories, I think name recognition comes into play because when we see a performer in a high-end movie and we see a performer in a, a scene with an A-list male or female performer, I think I think that matters to voters and probably matters to fans, but I think there are probably also fans of the genre who would say, no, no, Raj, this performer, this performer's better at topping or this performer's better at bottoming or this performer's looks are better, this performer's cock is better. And at some point, I'd like to have that conversation with someone. So if you are a huge fan of the genre, um, reach out. It can be private if you don't, you know, I'm not going to, you know, it doesn't have to be a public conversation, but I would like to know what fans think, and even other critics, privately or publicly, what do you think makes the best trans performer? Is it the prettiest? Is it the highest profile? Is it the biggest dick? Is it the best at whatever? I think it's it's so mainstream that we need to have these conversations and find out. We've had them about male and female performers for years. I, I've had this debate with, with fans for years. I don't vote for the prettiest girl necessarily for performer of the year. I vote for the one that that really gives the best performance. And there are lots of things that go into that. So I'm curious and I'm, I'm interested to find out what you think on that one. And actually, since that is the last category, we are done, folks. Feedback. Okay, we do have time for feedback. We have one email feedback. It comes from Andrea, an email over at Raj at rogerviews.com. Thank you. We'll go ahead and read the email. Uh, Hi, Raj. I like your podcast. Did Jennifer White get any AVN nominations? Do you think she can win any? She should get Hall of Fame awards. I read somewhere she's been active 11 years. That is impressive. Andrea. Andrea, first of all, thank you for the email. Uh, Other feedback, Raj at rogerviews.com would be fantastic. Uh, Thank you for listening, and thank you for saying you like the podcast. I appreciate it. Jennifer White did get one nomination. She's part of the best group sex scene for Fuck Club 3. Do I think she can win any? I think she has a shot at winning that one, yes. Uh, She is up against a very tough scene from Muse, but good shot, perhaps, at winning that one. Uh, Hall of Fame, I would agree. I believe she has been 10 or 11 years in. Uh, She was on the AVN... Uh, not even, I apologize. She was on the XRCO Hall of Fame ballot this year. She did not get voted in first year, but that's not uncommon. I think at 11 years of the really good work she's done, I think she's deserving of consideration. And I'm always impressed. She's someone that I look out for all the time. I think she's absolutely fantastic. So thank you for your support of the podcast. Thank you for the kind words about Jennifer. I'm sure she appreciates them. And I, if she wins, fantastic. She certainly has done some great work over the years. Thank you for that. Uh, again, any other feedback, uh, Roger rogerviews.com, we can read them. If you don't want me to read your name, I usually do first names only. Just uh, let me know if you don't want your name at all, or if you want your full name and your email address or <laughs> your website, whatever you want. Let me know how to address you. Otherwise, I'll just give you a first name. So thank you, Andrea, and hope I hear from the rest of you soon. Raj at RogerReviews.com, Roger T. Pipe on Twitter, Facebook. If you got my number, text me. If you have a question, you have a comment, you have a critique, what's good, what's bad, where you disagree, where you agree, 
it's kind of late to make your predictions. The show is tomorrow night. Uh, we are doing this late. I do apologize. As always, sponsorships are available. If you want me to do more podcasts, let me know. I will do more. Uh, if you've got sponsorship available, obviously, money's always nice. But mostly, I'm just happy to be doing this. I've got two more of these to do. We're going to do Female Performer, and then we're going to do Hall of Fame. So thank you guys for listening. I will talk to you soon. In the meantime, find somebody who needs a smile or a hug or a kind gesture and go make their day.